What's up, guys? It's Nella B. This your boy, CV. And we here, man. We here. How is everyone today? I wish you guys could answer me back, because every time I ask that, I'm like, cricket. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to answer. <laughs> I, I'm going to say everybody's doing well. I'll speak for myself. Fuck it. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> we are definitely having a We Here Man Day <laughs> at... Uh, yeah, in our household, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, so basically, like, we could just jump right into the topic. Like, we have been coming up with various things that we wanted to talk to you guys about. And today, I just said, you know what? A lot of the comments that we get when we listen to anchors, you guys are so real. You guys are so authentic. And... Yeah, we definitely appreciate that feedback. Yeah. Like, that means a lot. And um, so... So it's about to get real. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's not it's not real in a juicy way. It's like a it's a, it's a, it's a serious thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I imagine that you know I myself am not the only one going through you know these own personal struggles uh, within. Um, I'm pretty sure there's other fellas out there that are you know kind of dealing with a lot of the same. So you know, bear with us. Um, it's not I'm not trying to be too heavy or whatever, but. You know. I think I think today's topic is um, a little emotionally charged for me. I have definitely had I've been calling them nervous breakdowns, but I've cried a lot today. Um, I really have. I, I ain't make her cry. I just want y'all to understand. <laughs> I did not make this woman cry. She just cried for anything. Yeah. Not, well, first of all, I'm pregnant and and I get that way. But um, I really have been reflecting on what it means to be a wife and what preparation or training we should have prior to being a wife so a okay, little pause what before we do that or so, a husband for that yeah, matter so pause so this is what happened so basically i was getting there y'all know i like the, about you y'all know i like to paint the story i no, go the, I go do, the you, long you, way no, around well, what she was about to do is she's about <laughs> to take my own personal uh, afflictions and make it about her because it's about her preparing to be a wife it is no it's, I, that's not what this is about i can talk about me in any situation but i let cv take she wrote this one. <laughs> a little thing with some bubbles to kind of demonstrate it it's called a, a venn diagram a venn diagram okay so it's me her and then our circles intersect and there's a piece in the middle where it's us mm-hmm. so in this particular thing guys uh you know I remember coming out, bright young man out of college, had expectations of ruling the world. And at this point, I'm 35 and I feel like shit sometimes because I'm really doing a job. I'm not going to diss my job. I love my company, great culture, all that bullshit. But I do feel like I can bring more value to a company. And I guess it's my fault. It's my fault that I'm not where I want to be. And sometimes, um, you know, I really get down about that. And uh, right now, this week, for some reason, I don't know if it's because the super moon is coming or whatever, (laughs) you know, um, but I'm in my feelings and shit. So I've been like really down on myself just thinking about like, damn, you know, I really should be doing this. And right now I don't know what the fuck that this is. I, I don't. I don't have a clue or a trajectory as to what I'm doing. I sit here next to my, my beautiful wife and, you know, I'm very proud of her. I, I um I kinda motivated her to go back to school and I, I kinda gave her you know, that extra push that I felt like she needed to go do what she told me she was so passionate about. And she's completed that task. And she's on her way to being a fully licensed counselor. And now it's my turn to kind of go do something. I said I want to do this and that or whatever. And right now I'm doubting myself. Um, and so today, you know, I texted her and I was just like, yo, man, like my mind is everywhere. 
And, uh, you know, I was just down about just feeling really done. Like, I feel like the task of my job is a little bit mundane, and I feel like I'm a little bit smarter than this. So, um, you know, she's just like, hey, she tries to send me some motivational quotes and so <laughs> forth, and I'm not hearing that shit right now because I'm in my feelings. Yeah, and I mean, my job as a counselor is all about reframing. So, you know, I see him and I hear him saying this is my fault and I'm like it's not it's not a fault what it is is you know you just you ended up somewhere else and like how do we reframe this and he's really not hearing it and the the hardest hit today we text each other all the time but the hardest hit today was CV sent me a text that said man I just pulled up and there's a homeless man outside and he's Looking at the sky and he's smiling. It wasn't even no fucking sun out, man. Like it was cloudy <laughs> as shit. And this dude, matter of fact, I give I, I walk up to him, I, I give him a box of candy, right? And so like I'm thinking like he like, you know, thought he'd be gracious. He was like, he gave me like a head nod, like, what up, you know? <laughs> and um but he kept smiling at the damn sun and, and like he's just sitting there. And um I go in the store and I come back out and this dude is like, he gone. Mm-hmm. Candy sitting there on the on the curb, he's gone. But I was just like, yo, that's the weirdest shit ever. <laughs> but I mean, for real, because I was looking around. I know he can't walk by so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, yeah, he looked like he didn't have a care in the world. And I'm like, yo, I got a car and a job, and I'm like, exactly. I don't have a so, smile on my so face. That's why that that text hit me so hard because I'm like, oh yes, here it is, here it is. My husband who was dreading leaving the house right now is gonna say to me, you know. If this man can nope. smile, nope. <laughs> you Fuck know, if that. this man can smile, I can smile and I can find the silver lining. And that's not what he said. He was <laughs> like, man, that's bullshit that he's out here smiling and it's cloudy as fuck. And I'm out here mugging and I'm like, OK, that's not necessarily. <laughs> that's not where I, I was just wondering we what the fuck he was happy going. about. I was like, does he have some pussy that he about to go get? <laughs> Or, like, no, for real. I was really trying to figure it out. Like, did he, like, have the winning lottery ticket in his hand and he was just sitting there reflecting, like, man, you I'm know, tomorrow. The bottom now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, once this once this cab come and pick me up to take me to the lotto office, I'm going to go get me a hotel and shower and I'm going to be a man tomorrow. Like, something must be about to go down. Yeah, so here I am. I'm in this training and I get I get the text. And so I said, well, you know, every he's happy because every day is another chance. Every day is a new opportunity. And everything I was hitting CV with, he was like, okay, that's bullshit. Like, I don't want to hear that. Okay, whatever. And I didn't say that. I mean, he didn't say it. I just it. didn't respond to your text. He didn't say it. It's hard for me to be receptive. But he didn't give me the warm fuzzies either. And I had no warm fuzzies to give, man. <laughs> so, you know, he text me and he's like i don't know so you're just gonna pull up the text i am gonna pull up the text okay i am so (laughs) um you can't do two things at one time why are you trying two things at one time i don't know why i'm trying but yeah so he tells me his head is all over the place i'm like what's wrong same old same old and he had discussed possibly going back to school so i was like well what about school what what have we decided about school and he's like i don't want to waste the money and you know, not know if this is what's going to make me happy. So no, it's school like, is expensive, man. Like, we're looking at her student loans right now, <laughs> and that shit is a fucking mortgage payment. You can't, like... It's not a mortgage granted, payment. Granted, it is a mortgage. Yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. So, like, I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, whatever I do, 
and I'm not I'm not just quantifying in dollars at this point, quantifying my time. So I'm looking at like spending probably um, until at least next summer mm-hmm. to have completed the program. So I'm thinking to myself, if I do this and I make less money as entry level into that field, I'd be shitting. And, and, and that's of, a possibility. But one of the things we've always differed on is I don't equate money and happiness. And I equate money to bills. Absolutely. But and for disposable me, income. for me, like if he were to make less, but he were happier, it'd be it'd be worth it. So basically every positive thing that I could come up with was like, I mean, he. It's funny because I'm like thinking in my head right now, Wonder Woman with them little bracelets. And he was just blocking every positive thing that I was saying. You were and equating it was like, me to, to That's what Wonder I'm thinking Woman? about right now. I'm thinking about Wonder you, Woman. You, you in your mind, imagine me as no, Wonder Woman? No, not you as Wonder Woman, just Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. You see? see? And then... I, I can't even I mean, get I the just feel like right. you just straight emasculated me. Like, I'm a woman with bracelets on. Okay, well, let's on. say Wolverine. I couldn't have been Superman or some shit. Like, you Wolverine, you slashing. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But the, the bottom line is, I felt so inadequate in that moment. Because, y'all know, I don't believe that counselors fix things. But I do believe that we help people to find the avenues to fix whatever it is they, they're coming to us about. And so I'm like, you know, I do this. This is what I do. And for some reason, I can't do that with my husband. And I start to think, you know, I love my clients. I care so deeply for my clients, but I'm not invested in the way that I am with my husband. And so I'm, so I'm impaired in that way. And I started to think like, this is not what I thought about when I thought about marriage. Um, these were not the obstacles that I thought about when I thought about marriage. I didn't think about marriage. I just want to be clear. Like, <laughs> like you know, I remember, like, you know, back in the day, like, you get a girlfriend and shit. Mm-hmm. And then there's no real responsibility to that. Like, when you're in grade school, right, you don't really think of a responsibility behind a girlfriend. You're just mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to get a girlfriend. She cute. I'm going to go ahead and holler. <laughs> and so, like, you think your only job is probably to, like, talk to her on the phone, like, take her out, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, so I remember my first girlfriend said to me, well, like, if we're not dating towards marriage, then what are we doing? I was like, whoa, (laughs) we're really young here. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And that's still crazy. I'm not saying that this is no longer crazy, but it kind of makes sense. That's why I will tell Jackson not to have girlfriends until he's like 30. So, you know, just have fuck buddies. But at the end of the day... (laughs) I think that like when we when you think about marriage, like you think about all the good stuff. You think about all of the, you know, one day I'm gonna have that man that's gonna be my partner and have fun with, but or we're gonna travel the world. It's together. not just that. It's there's several things. So one, we teach girls to aspire to marriage, just like you said, you weren't thinking about marriage at all. Our society teaches girls to aspire to marriage, and only thing we really get is there'll be some good times and there'll be some bad times. Nobody ever like really outlines what those bad times will be um, so that you have some kind of idea because we're not in a position where we're destitute. We're not in a position where either one of us are unemployed, thank God. We're not in a position where um, something's happened to one or both of our children. 
But I am in a position. This is a first world problem, right? This is what no, call a first world no, problem? it's not a first world okay. problem. I think I think women all over the world and men all over the world have this problem. Okay, this is what the DSM five would consider a phase of life issue. Word. Um, because I'm in a position where I'm watching my husband struggle with something and I can't carry it for him. So I'm in a fucked up phase, basically. And, I, and I'm glad to know I'm not alone. I mean, the thing is, and I, I, I'm kind of venting to you people, um, and I know that there's some other people out there who feel the same frustrations. I have a friend of mine. I feel bad. I feel like I let people down that I speak to. I'm a hypocrite. Like, I'm like the pastor that tells you don't adulter, and then, you know, you go out and you smashing somebody's wife the next day. Like, I mean, basically, like, I feel like I gave advice to people and I'm able to see so clearly these avenues of what people can do to navigate their way through their issues. And then here I am, I'm facing my own issues and I'm staring them in the face and the only person that's blocking me from it is myself. And I'm like, so in my head, I just can't get out of it. But that's the very same thing. That's the very same struggle I'm having in this issue is that I am a counselor. This is what I do, but I can't do it with you. You know what I mean? Like we are. I don't kinda, want you to counsel me. I though. know, I know, but we're we're kind of impaired when it comes to our own stuff, and so you know, we like I was telling CV before we started. I was like, we um, are told all these bullshit, cliche things about relationships. Oh, I want to be strong where you're weak. But he said to me something like that that hit me like a ton of bricks. Something I know, but I just didn't get it he's like you can't do this for me you can't fix this for me and even though i knew that even though i know that it devastates me it yeah. devastates me absolutely i'd love to talk to like somebody who does like the whole motivational thing and i'm not gonna like just not listen to you of course i'm gonna listen uh my my biggest thing is you know she tries to encourage me to talk to a counselor or whatever and uh, about you know career things and my only issue with that is like well, I don't think that they can fix my attitude towards um, towards things. They can't really fix my attitude. Like, because you can, I can listen to a million motivational books. I've listened to a lot. Um, I've read some in the past, but it doesn't it doesn't move me. You know what I mean? Like, especially like when someone is like super successful and they're speaking to me. You're speaking me right. speaking to me from a different place. I was I was actually just telling Nella B this the other day. So. Shout out to Charlemagne. Love the dude. I know he's going through some shit right now, and he has definitely said some questionable shit. Um, <laughs> so, like, I read Black Privilege, and at the time, I was like, man, that's what's up. Yeah, that's exactly right. Fucking Black Privilege. We we need to turn that shit around and make that shit a privilege. Nah. Actually, now I'm sitting here, and maybe this is me and my pessimistic mood or whatever you want to call it. Maybe I got a fucked up mindset. But as I look at it, I'm like, you know what? Like, you didn't have black privilege before you blew up. Like, when you were regular nigga at Z93 Jams as an intern, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody was was checking for you. The cops wasn't doing you no favors. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't lawyer up in five seconds to be the case back then. Like, and, you, you know, you weren't having TV deals. Like, money was not something... Money saves a lot of things. Money and celebrity and, and clout really does create the privilege. I don't think my blackness creates a privilege. I don't think there's a way to spin that and and create opportunities for myself. So I, I, I really don't feel the book the same way anymore. Am I tripping? Do you feel like... I mean, do you feel like you can create privilege out of it? I feel so like it's a barrier. I think that... 
shifting topics a little bit. I feel like, you know, he the, he had some amount of privilege to get to where he is. And that really takes, that really takes like, um, it takes a lot of reframing and it takes a lot of looking at things differently because I can definitely say it's a privilege that I grew up in the suburbs. It's a privilege that I was able to go to a really good high school, really good college. Those are privileges. Um, he had the privilege of working at Z93, getting terminated, which led to a better opportunity. It just is the way that he is looking at things. But I do agree with you that the reason you are now able to um, discuss this black privilege with the world is because of where you are now. Well, I feel like I've been putting the weed in the bag for a while. Like, yeah. I, I, so like, uh, in terms of my journey as an entrepreneur, like, I graduated college in 2006. I had my LLC by 2007. I've lost a shit ton of money. And I've been given many long hours and nights working a full-time job and putting in my effort off the clock. Any of my friends that know me know this is how I have been. I've been, I've been plugging away for a while. Mm-hmm. So, I've been putting the weed in the bag. Maybe I'm just not a fucking drug dealer. <laughs> Maybe, no, for real. I'm no, that I, motherfucker that's going to be forever wearing the same fucking drawers and clothes on the block, <laughs> living at his mama house, in and out of jail. Apparently, that would have been my story if I was on the block. I feel like, you know, in, in that, the hard part for me, guys, is I've seen this. Um, when things, pictures of CV come up in my time hop, they're usually followed by the caption, this mofo don't know nothing about business hours because he was always on the clock. He was always working. He's always striving. And so this is not a situation where um, I am with someone who is not working towards something and you're not working and that's why you're not getting result. Like he's working and he's putting the weed in the bag. Like he says, this man can think of a hustle out of nothing and it's it's just hard for me now to see him be so defeated. Um, it's almost a role reversal between the two of us because when we first got together, I was very unmotivated. I had just been rejected from grad from a grad school program. Um, I was like, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. Maybe I'm just not good at anything. And he really did encourage me. That was my former self. Yeah, this is. That is the man that I fell in love with. <laughs> that is the man that I fell in love with. And yeah, he he definitely encouraged me to like, hey, you got to do something. You got to find something that you're passionate about. I've listened to phone calls where he's talked to friends who like, it's crazy because I wish he saw himself the way that everybody else sees him because even though he is not making moves in his own mind, people still call. People still call and people still want his input. And people I don't know why, man. Y'all need to stop calling my ass. I don't know people shit, People still want... My pockets don't reflect shit. So people still want to know. know you know, how he feels. So I, I never... I didn't think I would get into grad school. I got in. I definitely didn't think I would pass. I passed. Um, I did not think I was going to pass this exam. And now here I am... Um, thinking about opening my own practice and I never ever wanted to be an she entrepreneur. She was against that shit. I like, never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Was I was the, like, why would I work? When she told me she was going to be a counselor, I was like, oh, so you're going to have your own practice? And, and I was and like, no. Why would yeah. I work for somebody else when somebody's already done the work to figure out the processes? Like, 
I am that person. I have not put the weed in the bag. I don't know shit about that. Like, I was that person. So now it really, it hurts me to sit and think, you know, I'm going to have a thriving counseling business at some point. And I know that. And I feel that. And then to watch the man who encouraged me to do it um, struggle with figuring out his next move. Um, Again... I'm not going to cry on the podcast, guys. But <laughs> Yeah, please don't. Because <laughs> then you'll you'll never be able to make out what I'm saying. But, um, again, yeah, I can totally make any situation about me. It's like one of the talents that I have, <laughs> which is why people like you want to be a counselor and listen to people talk. But um, it really had me questioning myself as a wife because I was like, what am I not doing? What am I not pouring into him? And another thing. You got something to say on that? Another thing what? Because another thing that made me mad about today is I'm like, not only has my husband lost his passion, but CV has some health issues I want him to take care of. Oh, God. Man, look. All right. Yeah, ahead, I- so CV has some health issues I want him to take care of, and it's just like so you've lost your passion. Have you also lost your will to live? Because I did not sign up to be <laughs> well, no, a single we've mother too. About, we've already talked about this. Clearly, you've already moved on. Um, <laughs> what? No, I mean no, straight up. I mean what you said, like you got one or two month grace period, and then you have a new book. I never said and, that. And we got health. You know, I got insurance, life insurance, or whatever. So I mean. You'll be straight. You ain't gonna have no bills and shit. Look, we already had this conversation on the pod. The people know that you would already have a new nigga. I have not. That I never said. And my boy gonna have to off him. (laughs) First of all, we named one of CV's friends like um, our daughter's uh, godfather. So I don't even think that he would allow such tomfoolery in the first place. So I can't move on too soon. Um, But no, ultimately, I'd rather have my husband. And so I'm just like, so you've given up, you know, on your business, you've given up on your passion, like, and he's like, I don't even know what that is. And so just. Okay. So, so you said giving up. So, so Charlemagne said there's no losses, mm-hmm. only lessons. That shit was deep as fuck when he said that shit at first. <laughs> I was all in. I was like, yeah, nigga, like I'm with you, bruh. Like straight up. I ain't, I ain't lose shit. I gained some knowledge. Yeah, I learned how not to get fucked over again. You know, yeah, I learned a little bit of coding. Yeah, I learned some things along the way that were definitely useful, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like any of those lessons I've been able to apply to actually grow anything. And so because I feel like I'm at this standstill, I feel like it's like, you know how you go to school and you'd be like, man, why I got to take these core courses? And they're like not even applicable to my current major. <laughs> like, for real, because you can't tell me that you've used geology in your current profession, right? right? right. Or astronomy or whatever your right. electives are, right? Like, I feel like some of those things I would have been happy to bypass because I don't feel like some of the shit that I've been through and the work that I've put in really is going to propel me forward. Mm-hmm. Like, So that's what's so frustrating. And I mean, like, I love these great motivational things, but it's so much... I think... I would be able to spew out that type of bullshit if I were a millionaire right now. I'd be like, you know what? There are no losses, only lessons. People, you got to get up, pull yourself up by the bootstrap. I can't do that shit right now. And you know what else? We need to address this as well. 
Y'all crab ass motherfuckers. Yes, you know exactly who you are. Because I've also seen this, I've also seen this impact my husband. I have encouraged CV to reach out and network. I'm an introvert as fuck. So I have a hard time with reaching out and networking. Um, you know, one of my friends, Ashley Dash, she was actually on the podcast. She said, that's a great thing to be an introvert because you can build more intimate relationships with people. But I have seen my husband be vulnerable and put himself out and ask questions of other people in his field. And they will not answer the fucking question. Like by answering his question, that takes away business from you. That bothers me on a whole, not just for my husband, but for the community, especially black there's, folk. There's never a time where <laughs> someone asks me something and I'm not willing to share there, a resource. Absolutely not. And it irks me and, because somebody can call him at 1030 and he will get his ass out of bed and be like, you know, I think I got a book or I think I got something. Let me go look. Let me go show you this. And I just I just want to say to everyone, whether you're religious or not, what's for you is for you. And That's I don't, why I don't care about sharing. Right. Like, 100%. <laughs> I don't think that it makes me, it will make me any less of a counselor to go out and help somebody else. And, like, shout out to my girl, Christian. Uh, Christian sometimes be telling me stuff I don't want to hear, but... If I need her, <laughs> if I need her, she will I help me. I appreciate her, too. Yes. If I need her, she will help me. If she don't know, she will figure it out. She'll never just be like, you know what? You need to call so-and-so. Because I've had people do that, too. And I do think that particular person just had an off day. But I have seen it in our community where we won't help another person because we think it takes away something from us. If anything, it builds you to be able to say, okay, I was able to give this person this insight and look how well they did with it. There is room out here for all of us. This is a big fucking world. So, with this that said, stop being a crab ass Negro <laughs> if this is you. You know who you are. Man, <laughs> you know man. somebody called you and needed something. That's all love, though. All love. <laughs> but the biggest reason I wanted to talk about this um, it's because our podcast is very therapeutic. I feel like I said that wrong, but our podcast is, is very therapeutic for us. Um, and you never know who else needs it. So, guys, if you are, and I say guys, I do mean men. Um, you receive so many messages from the time you are born about what a man is, what a man is supposed to do, and what a man is supposed to know. And that's a lot on you all. And I really feel like if you're in a place, you're growing stage and you're in a place that's unfamiliar and uncomfortable to you, know that you will come out on the other side. So is this a midlife crisis? I'm not. I, it could be. Well, you're a little over quarter life, but it could be your quarter life crisis. And, I don't and this know, is, man. This is a phase. This, this, this thing does happen. But we all go through growing pains. And this is this is a, a growing pain. And. As hard as it is for me, I know that I have to watch my husband struggle through this because I know that he'll be a better person. Well, I told her, like, this is a me thing. You know what I mean? Like, and I meant that. Like, So if you will, imagine this Venn diagram. This is in his bubble. Yeah, it's in my <laughs> bubble. Like, so it's for me to, to cope with. I, I honestly just vent to her because she's my best friend. I talk to her about everything. And um, at the end of the day, man, I just, I just want her to know where I'm at mentally. Um, I'm not going to do anything like quit my job and go through this little spiritual journey in the woods <laughs> and shit, but 
I mean, like, I know that, you know, I have some searching to do. Um, one of the main reasons I'm also not willing to commit to school quite yet, because I'm like, am I going to be okay with the everyday job task of what, you know, my, my new credentials would afford me the opportunity to do? Like, do I want to do that day in and day out? Like, it's really tough decisions. And I think I think about it more now because, yes, I have accepted jobs and not really understood exactly what it entails and then ended up hating it. And um, I, I really want to make sure that, like, the next move is the best move. So I've unplugged. I'm, I'm, I deactivated my Facebook. Did you say the next move got to be the rightest move or something? Yeah, something, yeah, I know. Something, like, ridiculously <laughs> yeah, <I know>. dramatically <laughs> incorrect. It was horrible. Yeah, it was It was on purpose. But I, mean, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was what it was. I don't care. But I legit um, unplugged from Facebook. I'm unplugged from Instagram. And I don't use Snap. It was on my phone, but it was there, so I deleted it. Same thing with Twitter. I don't want anything to do with anything. I'm sorry. I love people's success and shit, but I can't see it right now while I'm like not having any success. I can't like truly be like super happy about, about anything say, I'm seeing. You didn't delete anger because I I didn't delete okay. anger or whatever. <laughs> okay. But like it's just so much stuff like that I have internally going on right now. So I just want to kind of like unplug for mm-hmm. a little minute and just kind of really think and focus on myself because like I find myself sometimes just like pulling on my phone and scrolling for no fucking reason. Yeah, we just and, like, talked about that. You know, you you refresh and like only one new thing pops up in your timeline. <laughs> And I, like, do that shit, like, every few minutes, like, like crack. And I don't even know why. And it absorbs so much of my mental capacity that I could be putting into, like, you know, thinking about things for myself. And it's funny, I, I find myself doing it more now that I'm in this, like, funk. Like, it's like, I can't, because I can't think straight enough to actually be productive, right? So, like, I'm just doing this shit. So, something's wrong. I got to chill um, and and. And relax. So essentially, you have no social media, so you are wandering alone in the woods. I'm cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> if this is what it is to be in the woods, I'm good with it. AC yeah. and all. So I I support it. I support it. I um, I've told him several times. Whatever you do, I will support it. I just need to. I just need you to do something, um, because it's it's so weird to me. And I don't want to use the word weird, but it's it's very different for me to to have him not doing anything. Because usually I have to like beg him not to do anything. Like, but as of lately, that hasn't been the case. It really like, hasn't. I've it, been just kind of like, and I've been enjoying it. I've been taking advantage of it, but then. In the quiet moments, that's when I can tell, like, something's not right. And, and this morning, we didn't really start this morning off well. Um, what you mean? Well, because first of all, he did not give me a kiss before getting out of the bed. No, what I, I did... I had to text you and say, I know you didn't leave this no, house. No, I kissed I you on no your kiss. shoulder this morning. Yeah, kissed you on your shoulder, and then I got out of the bed, and I showered. Then I went downstairs to fix my lunch. But then he came upstairs all grumpy pants, and I was like, what's your problem? He was like, I don't want to go to work. <laughs> Yeah, man, I just fucking want to go, man. <laughs> I was but, like, well, we have to go to work, so. Um, but yeah, you know, it. this brought up questions for me that I, I'm interested to know from you guys. Like, what type of issues did you think you would encounter as a married person? Like, I just said to him the other day, like, sometimes people grow apart and people, and that happens because people change. It's that, it doesn't mean that they don't love so each she's, other. She's, um, she's kind of preemptively. No, I'm not saying we're growing. know that she's going to leave me. <laughs> I'm not Go saying ahead. that we're growing apart or anything because I, I love this man. And 
Like, my friends will tell you, the three times that I cried today, I was, like, breaking down to my friends. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Shut up. Man, I can't believe that. Uh, (laughs) Well, we put it on the podcast, so why not? I know, um, crying and shit. We'll talk about it later. Uh, (laughs) But no, like, I know that people change, and I know that the CV I married in 2014 is different today in 2018. I'm, I'm but we always different. think, yeah, I'm sorry. No, you say, I'm, well, I'm just saying I'm different. I'm agreeing. Yeah, when we think about for better, for worse, I think in our head we're like, for better, for better. Like, he's only going to get better. And you and I, I do believe that to be true, but there's going to be that that area, that gray area. You get better and then you get worse. Or you get worse. Eventually you, you get worse and then you get better. Eventually I'm going to have to wear the pants to bed. Like, at some point, <laughs> it's inevitable. <laughs> So like, I, I'm even more prepared for that than I was for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what like, I was even more prepared. I mean, just given our family history and, like, what we know of our relatives, like, I was more prepared for that than I was for for this. I dig. Um, I dig. Just because, like, y'all, my husband... Okay, so I'm always attracted to my husband. Like, he... <laughs> He was like, I know this is not a sexy conversation. You're probably like really dry right now. No, I probably could have had sex with him in that moment. But I totally was not <laughs> thinking about sex. I know. That explains why I haven't. Why you got slam on the table now? Because that explains why I haven't gotten any in the last three days. I, I've been Damn it. Out, when man. he gets stressed, I don't get any. When I'm stressed, he gets everything. <laughs> like, I, I, it's not like for me, I don't know what it is. Like, I just don't. I don't be horny when I'm stressed out. <laughs> I don't. We'll talk about that later, too. But anyway. um, (laughs) But, yeah, the man I married was, is so incredibly sexy because he's so sure of himself and he's so determined. So this is like Boomerang. She's going to throw me away like Robin Givens threw away Eddie Murphy. No, I'm not. But but don't worry. Angela's going to be there to catch me. Boy, I will stab you. Anyway, but he, like, you know what I mean? Like, he... Y'all, okay, this has nothing to do with, like, the things that he was doing, but when we went on our honeymoon, and, like, he had, like, Yeah, you already points. talked about, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, that was yeah. really sexy, where they're, like... That's so basic, though. I don't know. Well, I am basic as fuck then, because I thought it was sexy. I was like, I'm going to fuck him as soon as I get to the room. I'm extremely horny, and this is your fault. But anyway, um, <laughs> I just want that guy back. I just want... I want more than anything for my husband to be happy and to be fulfilled um because it's, it's hard for me you know it make me happy what I, i'm gonna go to the gas station and buy a lot of ticket if i hit that shit tomorrow i'll be happy as fuck okay so <laughs> <laughs> so i'd be happy part. though you want me to be happy i you know what if that happens fabulous but the chances of that happening are I pretty know. slim yeah i know but i just want my husband to be happy and fulfilled and any way that I can assist him in that, I'd like to assist. And that's him what this—that's what this whole unplugged thing is going to be about. Like, I just want to sit down and really think about like what it is I love to do. And like, I was sitting down there writing shit down on paper, like random shit. But truthfully, I was like, what do I like to do? Like, what puts a smile on my face? I like to cook, but I ain't trying to cook for no hundreds of people. So I damn sure ain't gonna be no cook at no <laughs> restaurant now. Um, I like the bowl, but let's face it, I'm not gonna be Ed Munson. Bowling, and I know you don't know that movie. No, I yeah. don't. Um, and I, I don't know, man. I, You know, I guess in a real-world setting, I like to be a problem solver. And um, 
I feel like I can add value in a setting, um, you know, doing something a little bit more meaningful than what I'm doing at the moment. But I, I, I'll say this. I'm just going to have to sit down really, really, um, you know, I don't know if I'll call it praying, but I'm going to have to talk to a higher power about it and um, just try to just try to reconnect. I know if I, I called my mom right now, she'd be like, you need to go to church. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's not really my solution for my problems. And um, we actually, we're not a very religious family, but we do talk about God and spiritual religious things a lot in this house so i like to say that this house is covered so we don't necessarily need it we're where two or more meet in his name all right <laughs> um so we're good but anywho i would like to hear from you guys please yeah man i, I would like to know if there's anybody that's listening that's actually like super um super big on motivational speaking or whatever it is We'd love to have you on, talk to you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you, you know I'm not the only person in the world that's, um, you know, tripping. Maybe maybe I'm just tripping right or now. Or if you've been through this, if you've like you know kind of hit a crossroads in your life and you had a big decision to make, or you know you weren't really sure about your passion and where you want to be in life, like share that with us. How'd you get over that hump? Or if you had to support somebody through that, like what did you do? What were things that were helpful? Um, yeah, like we really enjoy listening to you guys. Like, um, when you respond to us, you know what I'm pissed about? I, I never forget. I, and this is completely off topic. I was thinking about <laughs> an episode of Shark Tank. And I remember this company, they, I don't think they got the deal, but I remember like they used to get the recycled popsicle sticks mm -hmm. and they would build shit out of it. Like, I don't know, it'd be like figurines, like, like little houses and whatever. Like, mm -hmm. they'd make 3D structures of things, like from popsicle sticks. Mm -hmm. Like basically art, and they didn't get a deal, but they ended up like being a successful company. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this motherfucker was passionate about building shit with popsicle sticks. You know, <laughs> or, or even a lawyer that quit his fucking job. He was a hedge fund lawyer yeah. in New York, and he became a Lego artist. This is so funny because we actually talk about this type of stuff all the time too. So CV gets really upset about that stuff, and me, I'm just like, oh snap, I missed out because. My sister-in-law bought me the most amazing, um, it's really not the most amazing, but it's a really great baby shower gift. And so it's basically a plastic squeeze bottle that you hook onto one breast while you feed the baby on the other because you leak while you feed the baby. And I was like, shit, I literally thought about this in 2012. Like I literally was like, hey, what's a good way to catch breast milk while you're feeding oh i should have something to attach to my breast and like planned it out my head and you know my little my little invention yeah, about I leaving remember. the kids in the car and then somebody always gets rich off of shit that i've already thought about i feel the <laughs> like, same exact way in cv like i got like at least four ideas out there this actually i remember one of my line brothers called me he was like yo they doing check-ins with the phone now at Marriott, I had thought about that idea at least four years before it came out. Yeah. And I was actually trying to pitch it to some people, trying to get investors and shit. <laughs> Nobody fucking would talk to and me. And it's, it's really Nobody. hard for me to see him struggle, too, because, like, he's also, you know, he's really good at finding talent and, like, attempting to, like, cultivate that talent and get them linked up with people and then he'll find out, oh, well, this person is doing this. And it's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to talk about something. Yeah, we shit. won't talk about that. But anyway, y'all, 
thank you so much for listening and thank you for like allowing us to um share with you all and hey man pray for me man something <laughs> I, i'm not even gonna say pray for me because i don't be praying like that right but so if like you pray, send some positive vibes yeah whatever it is that you do if you are a prayer please pray send positive vibes um if you want to talk to me, you're going to have to shoot me a text. <laughs> I know that we're going to be all right. Actually, if you want to talk to him, you have to shoot him anchor because y'all don't have his number. But I know. No, that... I mean, I'm talking about the people that know me. Oh, I know. But um, I know we're going to be all right. And thank you so much for listening. And we here, man. We here. I hate these damn update shits. I still didn't even get to the app yet to shut it off. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of We Here, Man. We're going to continue bringing you new content each and every week, but we want you guys to join the conversation. So download Anchor.fm, available in iTunes and Google Play. Also, hit that subscribe button in your Apple or Google Play podcast store. I want you to give us the stars, give us the likes if you like it. And like Mama said, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. In other words, don't give us one star, y'all. Thank you for listening again. And we definitely appreciate your air and won't take it for granted.